Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Kia ora and... Kia ora and Marina to all of Aotearoa. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We are by Kiwis and we are for Kiwis. It's Tuesday, the 27th of July, and it's just after 6 in the morning. It's a privilege to spend the morning with you all. Today we'll chat all things sport, including netball, rugby league, rugby... Cricket, of course, the Olympics. Give us a call anytime on 0800 150 811. You can have your say and text us on double eight double three. Our thoughts and prayers are with our man Izzy and his Fano, who lost their queen, Izzy's mum, over the weekend. Izzy will take some time to celebrate her life with his loved ones, and he'll be back next week. So, standing in for Izzy is our racing expert our AFL correspondent, <laughs> and our city clueless specialist, the very talented and ever-articulate Louis Herman Watt. Good morning, brother. Morning, Baz. Thank you for that. Quite happy with yourself. Made me feel good. Made me feel special at three past six on a Tuesday morning, which every um, 20-something-year-old South Islander moved to Auckland deserves, you know? Everyone deserves a Baz in their <laughs> life, just building them up at this time of the morning. <laughs> oh, I love building people up. Louis, you know that. That's, that's part of that's part of our fabric, right? It is. It is part of our fabric. Championing our, championing our champions, and I I tell you what, though, I didn't. It's quite a mouthful, isn't it? it it's hard to get out. <laughs> championing our champions. Say that ten times fast. I didn't know what was gonna. This was gonna be part of the job. Turning up to work at six in the morning, and and at the moment on this obnoxiously large TV to my right, there are these chiselled blokes and disgustingly tight budgie smugglers diving off the platforms and their junk is right in my face. <laughs> it's it's quite, that's not quite, that's not what you want at four past six in the morning. No. Well, it depends which way you're inclined, I suppose, but no. <laughs> no. <not>. Anyway. <laughs> I suppose that's why the Olympics is good, isn't it? Because everyone gets something that they enjoy and you're right, maybe it is for some people, but... Um, yeah, they, they look very excited, the, the great British team, the diving. It's it's a thing about the Olympics, isn't it, Baz? You always get something you never knew you needed, but you watch them do their somersaults and you go, that is just highly impressive. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I've never really got into the whole diving thing personally, but I can understand if you can move like that, why, you know, fair play to you. But Have you ever had a crack at the diving board, Louis? Maybe when I was QE2 pools out, um, out towards New, oh, yeah. Bright, New Brighton and Christchurch before they got absolutely demolished in the earthquakes. There was a, a big diving board up there, and the rumour was that someone felt, went off the top one and, and split the guts open on the... I remember as a kid that was the awful rumour going around, don't go up there because you, you could end up splitting your guts open. Isn't that awful for a child to hear? Yeah, that's definitely going to turn you off a little bit. But interesting, QE2, there's some great New Zealand moments at that exact location. QE2 Stadium out there. Well, didn't we host the Commonwealth Games in the 70s, 72, was it? Or something, 78? I don't know, something like Someone will come through, double eight, double three. Remember the Com Games? And yeah, the, that, that, I think that park was designed for that, Baz. You, well, you spent a bit of time in Christchurch, didn't you? A lot of time. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I lived there for oh, 15 years, Louis. So originally, obviously, from Dunedin, and then met my wife, Alyssa, and she was Australian, and she said, I'm not living in Dunedin. <laughs> everywhere you go, you know, you know someone. And I was like, okay, that's fair. Let's go and start a life together. So we moved to Christchurch, just up the road. Had a few seasons playing for Canterbury before I moved back to, well, I, I still lived in Christchurch, but I went, and, went back and played for Otago. Um, but no, Christchurch was good, but then the earthquakes happened, and, you know, when you got young kids, you know, it's not really somewhere you you want to be bringing them up. Um, we weren't born and bred Cantabrians, you know, so it wasn't, to, to us, it wasn't worth persevering through the next chapter, which was going to be the rebuild of, of Christchurch. But I did enjoy my time down there. Got some great mates there. Had some great, great memories. Well, I've got some great memories from, from down there as well, but I never really did anything on out at QE2, although we did win a title for Canterbury, a one-day title. We won out on the outground there at QE2 Park, and Against central districts, my memory. Well, did you go line up and go down the hydro slides to celebrate? <laughs> Something like that, if that's what you call it, hydro slides. <laughs> they, 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 well, okay, yeah, I don't know, don't know what you were doing. That, that might not have technically been hydro sliding. Um, now, fantastic. And uh, Tony's come through double eight, double three on the text line. Bright and early, nineteen seventy four Com Games were held out at Christchurch. Um, there's something just there's something quite nice about having the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games going on, like a bit of a carnival. There's always something to watch or always something to conversate about. It's almost like it takes our, over our weather chat for a couple of weeks, eh? Yeah, it does. It does gee, Jordan's up nice and early too. Great response, 1974 Com Games Christchurch. That's, that's great early response there, Louis. Um, actually, that wouldn't be a bad question if we can. Is what, what was the best moment from the 1974 Com Games for Kiwis? Let us know on double eight, double three, because we're, well, we weren't around then back, either of us, so we need a little bit of assistance. But who asked Smithy? The Olympic, we should ask Smithy. Oh, that's an early one across, <laughs> across the bar of the doyen, the voice of sport. <laughs> I'm going to actually remind him. I'm gonna, when he comes on later on, I'm going to tell him what you just said. Oh, I'm going to watch you turn into a blubbering mess <laughs> when, when you get attacked by the, the, by the governor. You saw, the, you, you saw the way my eyes started flickering when you looked at me across the desk the other day. <laughs> I don't want to consider what, it's, what sort of puddle I'll turn into with, with Smithy, but you're right. I love where you're going there. 1974 Com Games in Christchurch. Give us some QE2 memories, eh? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, there, there's 
there's something in my mind, I can't remember what it was, but there's something which stands out. We must have done something brilliant on the track, did we? Oh, anyway, let's let it... Double eight, double three. You guys come up with that. Um, I watched some three-on-three basketball again last night, Louis. Well, you are the three-on-three basketball guy. Correspondent, almost. I've actually got a, I got a question for you, considering you, you do work at the three-on-three basketball desk. And I've, I've kind of, because you were watching three-on-three basketball, I was watching real basketball. I watched, um, actually, I watched the team, Team USA absolutely implode against France, which I tell you what, there's something very satisfying in watching the American, you know, all of the stars, your Lillards, your Kevin Durants, uh, your Bam Adebayos. It's quite, something quite satisfying watching them capitulate against European nations, and and then I watched Slovenia play Argentina, and Slovenia's got this guy called Luka Doncic, who's just like a he plays for the Dallas Mavericks. He's you know he's touted to be the guy moving forward, you know, the next LeBron type. And he he dropped like forty eight points in his Olympic debut, which is second ever highest points tally in the Olympics. And I couldn't help but think, why didn't Slovenia send him to the three on three basketball competition and just win a gold? Nah, they wouldn't. He wouldn't handle it, mate. Round three is a very <laughs> specialised game, Louis. You can't just get any old basketball lark in there and expect to dominate. You've got to be a, you've got to be an out and out three on three specialist. The fast paced nature of three on three basketball. Maybe we should set up franchise three on three basketball. Oh, here he is. Here he people. is, Mister Franchise. <laughs> How do we commercialise three on three basketball? Take it away from the Olympics. Which is which is about chasing gold. Let's turn it, it into a money maker. It. How does that work? <laughs> so, what other sports could we change? Well, uh, well, cricket's already been done. So yeah, for about, about twenty over. times over. Um, I've just heard <laughs> in my ear, and maybe you're right. Allegedly, in three-on-three basketball, they use a size six ball, which I assume they use a what a size eight in real basketball. Seven, seven. Uh, well, as the three-on-three uh, three basketball correspondent, I can confirm that the ball is a different <laughs> size to the normal, to the normal ball. Um, I wouldn't know the normal size ball because, I mean, I, I would hate to be branching out into something and trying to be an expert in something I don't know anything about. So I'll leave the normal basketball to you, and I'll focus on three-on-three. Three. Well. I still think, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm offended on the whole, on behalf of the whole nation of Slovenia. Great place. You could Luka Doncic some basketball lark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in, not in three on three basketball. He's like in a, he might be a great when it comes to normal basketball, but he's unproven at three on three. Oh, well. <laughs> That's true. Technically, that is true. Hey, uh, 0800 How good's this? The Kennards Hire phone line getting a workout early on. John is there talking Com Games 1974. Morning, John. Morning, fellas. How you going? Yeah, we're really well, really well. Big fan, so- of, big fan of yours. Big fan of yours. Um, Brendan McCullum, as a cricket lover and all the rest of you. are great for the world game, but um, fantastic. Thanks, John. Great entertainment. But... Um, I reckon the Kiwis had a bloke called John Walker in 1974. Was a very good athlete. I'll be honest, I'll declare my hand. I'm a heathen, I'm an Australian, but I love you guys. The way you're fighting sport and all the rest of it, and you're great people. And I I was buried for in the World Test Championship against India and all the rest of it. So, yeah, John Walker, I reckon. Just something rings a bell there. Thanks, fellas. Oh, 
Thank you, John. Good man. Thank you very much, John. Champion. Yeah, good set. That's some good, strong positivity to get us underway on a Tuesday, isn't it? That's it. And uh, it's an Australian championing our champions, which you also love. The the text lines also come through. Dick Taylor winning 10,000 metres on opening day in world record time. That'd be it. I reckon that's the one I'm thinking of, Louis. Mm. Sure that is. There's another one from Craig. Graham... Unless Graham May, weightlifter, falling flat on his face, Craig. Well, that's not exactly a memorable moment, is it? Let's focus on the Dick Taylor winning the 10,000 metres instead. Although, in record time, world although, record time. Although, you know, when was it? Was it Laurel Hubbard recently popped her elbow out? That was pretty gnarly. Some of those weightlifting injuries, that can be, they are pretty brutal and they are memorable, not for the right reasons, but... Um, yeah, it's dangerous sport weightlifting. <laughs> it actually is. Yeah, definitely. What do you reckon you could lift? <laughs> do you know? Do you know? <laughs> I actually couldn't tell you. But you're in preseason training now as well for AFL, so surely you're lifting. A, you're throwing a bit of tin around. Nah, I'm all about. I'm all about endurance, mate. I'm. I'm like Hayden Wild. I'm all about. I'm like <laughs> Anton Cooper and Hayden Wild. <laughs> Hayden Wild, what a great subject, Hayden <laughs> Wild. How good was that? His chat is outstanding as well. So good. Yesterday after, eh? it was great, wasn't it? Not just the first, the initial um, chat when he, he obviously won the bronze and he was crying and the celebration of it all. But later on, on, the, on all the chats after, he was good crack, wasn't he? You know, he stayed all day, you know, he, he stayed all day, he hung with that, and that bloke was in, from Norway, that one, fair play, like they, everyone looked absolutely toast, and he's just kicked away, and he's actually looked like he's getting faster as he's going through the line, and then he's collapsed, so, um, but Hayden Wild stayed all day, and then, actually Baz, you're, a, as a former athlete, like, I tell you, from the public's point of view, seeing someone break down and be vulnerable on TV like that, it's so endearing. Like, I was i was really welling up, and I'm sure lots of other Kiwis, and he didn't win gold. He won bronze, but you can tell how much that means and how much has gone into it. And the first thing is, you know, my dad never saw me race. Like, being that vulnerable, I don't know, is it easy as an athlete? Because as a member of the public, it's so endearing. Well, it's not easy because you're, you're taught almost be a little stern and a little cautious as an athlete because you know you don't want to put your hand up or put your head up above everyone else and and try and be too different because you know that that can lead to what we have in not just this country but I'm sure all all countries with a lot of their sporting people or successful people it can be a tall poppy scenario but look I think we should embrace the likes of um, Wild and, and all those who are prepared to be different um you know, I didn't have the courage to be that different when I was a sportsman, but you know, I certainly encourage those who, who have the opportunity now to be themselves and, and hopefully we can celebrate them along the way and, and focus on those, those cool moments and those cool characteristics and traits as well as just their success on the court or, or the road or, or the pitch, whatever it may be. I think that's the beauty of the Olympics when, and especially this time around, it's five years in the making. So everything is, you know, that's the crescendo. Everything is crystallized into that, that single second where he crossed the line third. Everything is purified, crystallized into that one moment and you could see it in his face. And then all of a sudden, once he got the emotion out, he could actually talk again and he was 
his chatty great crack Hayden Wild and and that in essence is the Olympics for me it's that every moment building up for that four or five year cycle is going to that and that's why the failures must cut so deep yeah that's right and that's why it's such a I've never been to the Olympics or, or Commonwealth Games so it must be such a different mentality from a cricket point of view you're on the road all the time so your opportunities your next opportunities not far away so you can sort of take success and failure and, and move on quickly but for these guys are peaking for a four-year period and I mean we heard the emotion um, yesterday as well from New Zealand seven skipper when he was on and, and the fact that he missed out on on the um, on the Olympics because of an injury and and you just think, you know, these guys, they everything is geared towards a, a peaking for one moment and the success or failure can just be so great. So the emotion involved is, is absolutely huge and wish them all the absolute success. And, and even if they don't achieve, you know, like, there's still some success stories in just making the Olympics and, and having a go and rubbing shoulders with some of the best athletes in the world. Absolutely, and the Olympics aren't going away, which is the good thing. And the psychology behind them, I think that's something I would love to um, dig into a bit later this week. Double eight, double three. Graham May actually went on to win the gold, Craig. Wow, oh, that is outstanding. Thank you for that. And John Walker finished second to Philbert Bay in the 1500 metres. Both ran world record times in the 1974 Com Games. And the last one, hey, will RTS be playing MPC? If so, ho- who for? Well, we are going to talk all about that after this, Baz, because, yes, Roger Tuivasa-Shek is coming home to Rugby Union. It is coming up 20 minutes past six. You're listening to Baz Nizzy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.